BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Welcome to Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. I'm film critic Gary Cogill, and today it's all about the 89th Annual Academy Awards. From La La Land to Moonlight, from Moana to Nocturnal Animals, even Hacksaw Ridge. It's Oscar time, and we've seen all of the nominated films in the main categories, including all nine films for Best Picture. I'm wine expert Haley Hamilton Cogill, and yes, wine is my profession, but what you might not know about me is that I studied film and film history and worked in TV and film for a lot of my career, and of course I'm married to a film critic, so this time of year, Oscar time, is a special time for both of us. So this week we'll talk through the full Oscar ballot, but before we get to Oscar talk, uh, we're both huge fans of Cirque du Soleil. Yes. And and it's kind of this magical, beautiful, amazing, amazing circus. And we spent the other evening um, at their new show that's actually um, playing in Dallas and Grapevine at Lone Star Park under their grand Chapiteau. Their big tent. Big damn tent. <laughs> that, um, that was just magical for their new show, Curios, Cabinet of Curiosities. And I... I I just smiled the entire time. Gary, what did you think? Haley, I think one of the reasons we are married is that we both embrace Cirque du Soleil. Oh, I mean, I remember my first time ever, and I, I I was so stunned I could barely talk about it. Well, I couldn't stop talking about it for days. But years ago, one of the first shows, I don't even remember the name of the show. You probably... You, well, you, I know what my first show was. My what? first show was Kidam, which played um, at Fair Park when I was working for Channel 11. So that right. was, what, at least... 20, gosh, probably 25 years ago. So one of the, the Kidam was first, second, or third in the show, right? It wasn't, so there are, and I do. Do you I, know these? I'm kind of a Cirque freak. Yes, you are. Um, and so I want to say a film, or a, 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 a show, and I want to say it's like Saltum, Saltum, Saltum Boca, which I think is actually an Italian Saltum Boca. Salami. Something like that. Cirque de Salami. was one of their first and of course, it's it's um, was created by a French Canadian. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it's a Canadian production, um, including all of these amazing amazing performers. Um, it's it's a circus without any animals, and that's probably the reason that I felt so in love with it to begin with. Um, I, I do remember Kidon very well and saw it. I think during its run, which was extended um, in Dallas. I think I probably saw it about 10 times. Seriously, and, and you were I, hardcore. I I just fell so in love with the magic of it. It's just so it's just so beautiful and the music is so incredible and that's I think though Kidon was my first and my favorite and I'm totally going on a rant but I love Search to Soleil so much. Allegria was my favorite show and and the music in Allegria I just 
am over the moon for. We still have that CD. I play that CD. It's it's actually, it's on my, that's like one of the soundtracks on my iPad. I, I love that, or on my iPod. I love that, that, that music so much. Yeah. And, and there's no, I, I think I, I remember reading that there's no actual, like you can't um, translate the 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 music the the words of the music that it's almost like a its own Cirque du Soleil language. It's kind of a French mix of something, but I, I nice. want to say that it's they they've created their own. It's it's truly their own world. Well, and, for me, it was in Battery Park in New York, yes. and it was one of the first two or three shows. Yeah, yeah. But I remember because of the same weekend I saw a Broadway show, uh-huh. and I kept thinking, "This is like great Broadway. It's, it's amazing. It's it, it just transformed my whole life." And then we. I, I pretty much gave up on the animal circus mm-hmm. just because of my heart goes out to those animals. Yeah. So yeah. Cirque du Soleil, rather than get on a rant on that, Cirque du Soleil replaced all that for me on a much higher level yeah. for me. Yeah. It's like theater. It's magic. The acts are great. If I could spend one day in my life having five minutes of what these people do every day— yeah. At being the best in the world at what they do, I, that's a very fulfilling thing. I think. It's just, it's incredible. Yeah. And we've yeah. seen several of the, the shows in Vegas. I think Love is one of the most probably mainstream of them. Their Beatles show. The Beatles show. Love knocked me out. And, and I think that it's, I remember like we took my, my dad to see, um, Love and, and I, He's such a Beatles freak, maybe not so much a, a a Cirque kind of freak, though he does love art and theater. Um, but that was so much fun because it'll it kind of it, it's it's a great way to introduce people that maybe wouldn't think that they would love Cirque. Right. Um, they, they're more kind of mainstream Vegasy kind of shows, but it's just I I am just it's it's so great and and this particular show I think they have so many of them. Um, it's interesting to see how they kind of come up with new um, concepts and new, uh, you know, where they find new performers and and new acts and everything. But, but it's just it's a really fun time. I know it's touring. It's it's the show that's touring now. I think it'll be in Dallas for uh, at least one more week. Um, but but you know, if not this one, then find a Cirque show. There and one of, one of the uh, one of the moments is this tiny woman comes she's out. Very tiny. I think her name is Miss Lil. And she comes out and she's one of the headliners. Yes. And and she speaks a little bit, mm-hmm. but she poses a lot and walks around. <laughs> but she's so tiny she's, and that you just it's like walk. It's like and we were pretty close. We we're in the second row, and she stood right in front of us, and she's like a doll. Yeah, yeah. And you you kind of look kinda at yourself, amazing. and then look at her, and look at each other, and look at her, and go, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I will say the the last wow. um, whoever uh, Cirque did find to to be their beverage um, partner for this, yes, um, though a glass of wine and a beer are both very expensive, as you would expect for any kind of theater show. A nice glass of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc wasn't bad in the Not afternoon. Bad. <laughs> I love that <laughs> on a Sunday. So, so it's a it's a drawn conclusion. We're homers. We love yeah. it. Actually, we paid you know we paid for our own tickets. We did. That was that we was a very are good Cirque du Soleil fans and. If you've never been and get a chance to go, it doesn't matter where it is or what it is. Just go. Just go. And then we can talk about it. We'd love that. Let's talk Oscar ballots. Let's talk. Let's go through. We've had a lot of Oscar talk on the show. I'm almost. I, I'm sad to see that the Oscars for this year are, are coming to a close. Because I'm we've not been <laughs> celebrating the Oscars for a while, but we're also excited to see what what the actual films of 2000 of, of this year will do. But um, let's kind of go through some of the the key categories okay, first. Let's do them. Yeah. Um, 
I won't say best picture though, because we'll save that for your okay. big, the big last one. Okay. But let's talk one. supporting actor, supporting actress. Supporting actor and supporting actress. Okay, supporting actress. Viola Davis, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Viola for Fences, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, Michelle Williams, who cries a lot and is great oh, in Manchester so by the Sea. It's, I, I think all these people are great. I'm thrilled they're all nominated. There's three or four that could have gone in there this year, but Viola Davis wins this hands down. I don't think it's even a race this year. She's been nominated three times um, for the help and for doubt, and now she wins for fences. And she should win. Mm-hmm. Not she's just not my favorite. Uh, uh, not just because she's my favorite, because she is. But she's she's a great American actress. Yeah, she can do no wrong. So in supporting actress, it's Viola. And for supporting actor, so this is where upsets happen. And I I here's what I think is going to happen. But remember, there's upsets. It's Mahershala Ali from Moonlight. Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water. We're a homer there. Uh, Lucas Hedges for Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel is great in line. Michael Shannon, who knocks us out in Nocturnal Animals. But you could nominate two or three people from Nocturnal Animals. Right. And, and I'm kind of surprised that that's the only nod that it got. So, so I think because Jeff Bridges won the Oscar for Crazy Heart, he won't win this. But I think he's just brilliant in this film. But Mahershala Ali is only in Moonlight 15, 20 minutes. He's also the African-American uh, military guy in Hidden the Figures. The Sweetheart, yes. The Sweetheart. And he's a... He's a, he's a, a crack dealer and he's the dealer of this boy's mother, mm-hmm. but he takes the boy under his wing and, and mentors him, mm-hmm. teaches him to swim. It's one of the most complicated, interesting. I think Moonlight's like reading a, a, a great novel, a really over a two hour period as a film. It just, it has that effect. I think yeah. it's Marshall Ali. So it's interesting because, um, you know, you do see kind of tides shift a little bit. There has been such a push for Lion. It seems that Big we're push. we like the 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 isn't that the Weinstein's DNA? doing it? No, the the money that's gone into advertising at least in the last month for Lion, and yeah. I don't know if that's just because now that it's out and they're trying to get people to go see it, or the influence that that big studios want to have on voters. What do you think? I think it's the influence studios yeah. want to have on voters. But, and it's I think Dev Patel yeah. is great. He's in, great in it. You could have nominated a little boy in it, yeah, and it would have been fine. Yeah. Whether you could have nominated both of them. Um, I, I still think Moonlight's going to struggle winning some Oscars this year, but this is probably its best chance for winning. It, it has another chance maybe in music. Well, no, not in music. But oh, it, it's it, a great soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. But yeah. Moonlight's that beautiful film. No, I think it's him. But yeah, that's where our surprise will happen. What? Don't be surprised if Dev Patel wins. Yeah. Uh, that would be... That would be a, a big shock at the Oscars, and usually there's at least one or right. maybe one. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Um, let's go to let's let's you you brought up. Some I love music. the way you. Yeah, let's talk about let's, the music. Let's talk music. <laughs> this is a done deal for both of these categories. But what's going to be really fun on the Oscars is that all those people are going to be there yeah. to perform. Yeah. Um, 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 Lin Manuel Miranda is going to be there, to, and I think he's with that girl. Oh, and I, think, I love that. That's fantastic. I think they're going to do that song from Moana, which I, I love so much. Um, and, How far I'll go? And oh. and Justin Timberlake's going to be there, and John Legend's going to be there. They're going to do both songs from La La Land. Um, I I the James Foley story. Um, St- I think that's Sting, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think Sting's the, performing on the Oscars. We're going to get really great music. Well, I remember a couple of years ago when Adele did Skyfall, and man, yeah. oh, that's, yeah. And I think all the songs this year are better than the Skyfall song. 
but that was Adele. Yeah. So anytime Adele sings, on these things. So it's a done deal. City of Stars from La La Land wins the Oscar, I think. You think the, it versus the audition The audition song? song? I think so. Okay. Uh, I just think that's the big push, but it mm-hmm. mm-hmm. doesn't matter. One of the two, La La Land wins that and wins best original music score, hands down. Yeah. And all these music scores are good. Yeah. Passengers snuck in there. <laughs> Uh, not a not a great film, but a good music score. But that score for Moonlight is great. The score for oh, Lions great. great. Score for Jackie's great. But I, I I this is La La Land. La La Land's gonna clean up this year. It's fourteen nominations and it's gonna win eight or ten, I think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I think the done deal is La La Land for music in both song and original score. Let's talk since you brought it. Since we talked about music, let's do some kind of. A little out there. Let's talk yeah. like sound editing and sound, sound editing. Mixing. I love this stuff. So sound editing. Um, we are looking at our, by the way, our official Oscar ballots that we'll actually have up on our website as well as on our Facebook page. So um, feel free to, to go to our Facebook page and follow along if you yeah, like. Yeah, mark yours and then compare it with ours. Yeah. Uh, so I think La La Land wins this because in sound editing, they have their own kind of part of the union and they gave an award away. But Arrival also is a big winner here. Awesome. So Arrival could win this. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge has a lot of sound editing because there's a lot of bullets flying, and they have to have sound for all of that. Uh, it's got the most in it. Um, so, But I think La La Land wins for sound editing. And sound mixing, I also think La La Land wins this. I think it's going to clean up on a lot of these technical categories. And once again, the only one that could beat it was, would probably be Hacksaw Ridge or Rival. But let's throw, let's throw Rogue One let's in there. Let's get Star Wars in there to win one of them. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of the Star Wars. I Rogue One knocked are. me out. I know you So I'm a big fan of that. But I, I think when you do sound mixing and editing, um, um, these are these are both La La Land. Yeah, awesome. there, there could be a surprise in there. Man. Um, okay, then let's do some more editing. Let's okay. do a film editing, visual effects. I'm all about film editing because I think film editing and screenplay a lot of time go with the better films. Mm-hmm. And and La La Land wins this because because I, I'm I, I know it's weird. Arrival could win this. Fourteen nominations. Yes, but it's, uh, I, th- I think film editing especially because they uh, in the editing awards that they had recently. With just the editors, it was all about Arrival and La La Land, and they both won different categories. Hacksaw Ridge could sneak in there, maybe, but I, I, I think film editing. I think it boils down to sound editing, film editing. I mean, we're going to get into cinematography, and it's going to win music. It's going to win best picture. So there was I, I listened to an interview the other day with Barry Jenkins, and just kind of to bring up Moonlight a little bit, and I loved he 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 talked about a scenario of of when. Uh, Mahershala Ali is is teaching the little boy how to how to swim, and and it kind of does speak to to either great direction or or how do you how do you get your shot? And and he was talking about how he wanted it to be from from the boy's perspective, and so they put the camera in in the in the water, so right. it's half above and half because the boy's in the water because the boy's in the water, and so it's his perspective. And, and he's, he's holding said, them up, and he's holding them up, and and the, the you know it was there was a storm rolling in that they were losing their light. Like so, that storm was real. Yes, because it shows it in the background. Everything that wow. that like is is a nightmare trying to to get your shot for the day, especially for for a small kind of independent small budget kind of film. They had to get their shot that day, and and to have the tenacity and the 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 focus to to get it done. I also, you know, you kind of have to applaud some of these things. So it is yeah. nice that they were nominated. It is it. nice, and also it tells the story of one person, a, a boy, in three stages of his life, and to make that seamless, like I said, like reading a novel. That's editing. Right. That's really film editing. So yeah, but uh, 
Land. I, I look at La La Land though, and just putting that together, just the different time frames that they do the last thirty minutes of that film. Yeah. The last thirty minutes of La La Land to me is euphoric and edited seamlessly. Okay. It just it tells that story, and you're kind of thinking, yes, no, yes, no. <laughs> that's editing. Uh-huh. That's storytelling. That's screenplay writing and editing to me. Yeah. That's awesome. Fun, huh? That's awesome. Want to do a couple more? So, did you say cinematography? Did I say it? Or did, did you? I don't know. Well, I want actually... to because I think La La Land wins this because of its color scheme. I, I love the way uh, Arrival is shot. I think Arrival is a beautiful looking film. Um, all these are. Moonlight. Moonlight could win this. But no, La La Land's going to win this again. We've said this name of this movie now yeah. multiple times over. Because when you really look at the at the cinematography of the film, that they do that tracking shot to open that film up, and what it takes and just to get what it takes a cinematographer to accomplish this, you know, it takes all, it's such a collaborative effort, but it's great camera work. Right. It's really great camera work. And it, and it doesn't go unnoticed. And when you start watching them sing down the street and making all that fit, how do you run a camera and make that fit? Right. Yeah. I, I, I think it's the one for cinematography. Yeah. Production design. Hey, Hail Caesar got nominated. I love that production <laughs> design that Hail Caesar got nominated makes me happy and La La Land wins us. Yeah. Actually, because Passengers won't. Arrival, Arrival keeps being the main one that's going to, but when you put those two together, I think La La Land wins up against that every time. Fantastic Beast is a great looking film. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about production design, the, 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 the look of it. Um, that's what, that's, uh, that, that's what, um, what's her name that, that we worked with on Patricia, Patricia okay. von Brandesting when she won the Oscar for production design for Amadeus, right. the first female to ever win. What's that look like? And what's, what's the color scheme? What's the wall painted? And why is that color there? And, and when we look at production design and cinematography, so they go hand design, in hand. Does it go into just like the, costume colors is that yes. part of it okay yeah because yeah. that's that's what i really do think with in yeah. la la land is, yeah the, the, is the vibrancy the, of the, all of those costumes the costumer the- will look will get with a production designer who will get with a director and they'll decide that color scheme but that's a production designer that her dress is yellow is for a reason right and that those blues the are blue. darker yeah. blue and deeper blue and what all Very of that primary. yeah that when they walk by a wall that that painting on the wall is what it is is the production design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's all La La Land. Man, that's what is we got. Costume design, also. Then <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, let's do costume design because I'm, I'm fascinated by. I, I'm actually kind of fascinated by this. I think, like, I love the costumes in La La Land, but usually it goes with something like Florence Foster Jenkins, more bigger, period or- more period, Fantastic Beasts, Allied. No, no, Jackie wins this. Because of that pillbox. Because mm-hmm, of that Chanel suit. For that Chanel suit. And also the idea that it has blood on it because mm-hmm. her husband just been assassinated and she didn't want to take it off for a reason. And I, I think the look of that film is so right on. Everything that everybody wears during the funeral and to recreate that and to make that accurate, that's, to me, great costume design. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's where Jackie sneaks in and, and wins. I think it's only nominated for three. Mm-hmm. But uh, but no, I th- I think actually Jackie kind of wins that. Yeah, nice. Yeah. What about let's do let's do your two shorts. Have you seen all the shorts? I have not. So I'm gonna go. I've seen some of them. So I'm okay. gonna go, I'm gonna go by gut instinct here. So your an- animated short. Yeah, animated short. I think. Well, we saw Piper because Piper is that that little animated film that Pixar did that showed before Moana. Right. And it's kind of perfect and brilliant. Right. And I think that's the one to beat. It's either Piper or Pearl. So one of those two. Live action shorts, time code. 
Timecode is getting all of this talk on, on how cool it is. And I, I, I'm, I, I have to be honest. I'm kind of reaching for the stars here and, and trying to figure out what it is, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of buzz out there about timecode, but I think, and, and that's for live action short, but animated short. I think, it, I think Piper actually wins this and Pixar, Pixar just cleans up. Every time they go, they do one more short. Let's let's do documentary short. Okay, documentary short. Okay, I haven't seen them all, and usually these are great films. Mm-hmm. Usually, all of these deserve it. Mm-hmm. But the big talk is on on Joe's violin hmm. about uh, a, about a man, an elderly man, passing on his violin to a child, and it's short. I think it's only like four minutes, four or five minutes nice. long. Yeah, nice. yeah. A lot this of talks is, in that film. The one that I, I haven't seen all these, I did watch 4.1 Miles, though, yeah. and, and brought it up when we talked about documentaries a couple of weeks ago. It's a good film, um, huh? Versus Fire at Sea. I, I just couldn't get into Fire at Sea. I really, really thought 4.1 Miles was a very, very concise and well-done ta- well story of, yeah. of, of these people trying to trying to get to, you know, a better place. Yeah. It's a story of refugees. There's a lot of talk on Watani, my homeland, which one I haven't seen. So probably between here and Sunday night, we might have to get online and look at some yeah, more of these. Some of these. So that's where I'm a little bit lacking. Hey, when we come back on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, we're going to talk through the rest of the Oscar ballot. We're doing it's our the best. The big ones. The big ones. But we're doing our best just to get through every category. But we start getting into some more of these bigger categories. Uh, we have a lot to say, and we will be right back. Welcome back to Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, as we talk through the Oscar ballot, all 23 categories. Okay, we're going we're okay, to fly through some let's of do these. Let's do some, yeah. Um, let's do Best Documentary. Well, I think this is a really hard category, and I'm a little disappointed that there are some films that are not on there, like Tower and okay. stuff. But four of, the five, four of the five feature film documentary uh, movies that are nominated for Best Doc are directed by African-American filmmakers. Um, but I, 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 I love all so of these. So they're Fire films. at Sea, I Am Not Your Negro, Life Animated, OJ Made in America, and 13th. 13th could surprise everybody in wins. I hope it does. You know why? Because I think a lot of people are hacked off that OJ Simpson, OJ Made in America was actually a television show yeah. and a television series, but then it qualified for the Oscars. I've always felt it was a TV series. If I was voting, I would vote 13th. Yeah. I would. I also think I'm Not Your Negro is a, a, a great film. And, and I, I do too. I yeah, think it was really yeah. beautiful. All these are good, but I, OJ Made in America is the best of all of them to me. But I don't think it really, there's a mindset of, doesn't this really belong somewhere else? Right. So yeah, I, I'm going to mark two of them here, OJ or 13th and Ava DuVernay's film on the 13th Incredible. Amendment and, and, and the abolition film. of slavery and what the, what the current prison system is doing to, to, to mimic slavery. Uh, is really extraordinary and made me think a lot. I'm still thinking about this. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Absolutely. one of those two, but probably OJ if voters don't get over there. Um, let's do adapted and original screenplay. We've talked a lot about these. Well, I, I think the screenplay is adapt. Let's do adapted first. So ad- adapted means it's based on another source. It might be a magazine article, but it's usually a novel. Um, Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Fences being a stage play, Hidden Figures being a book, Lion being a book, written by the kid who actually grew up and it was about, mm-hmm. uh, Moonlight. Um, I, 
think Moonlight wins this. This is not easy. Uh, Hidden Figures is one of those things that could sneak in because it's so popular and people love it. Yeah. And it's a great story. And it's a story that, that it, yeah, it's yeah. a story that was out there that nobody really knew until this very well done mainstream. But if Moonlight's film. nominated for eight Academy Awards, I, I think writing is maybe the best thing of all of this. Mm-hmm. So I, I would give it to Moonlight for that, for adapted. For original screenplay, La La Land wins this. Hands down. The only thing that could beat it would be Manchester by the Sea. It's not going to be Hell or High Water. The Lobster's not going to win. Uh, 20th Century Women's not going to win. They're all good screenplays. Manchester by the Sea is a great screenplay. Uh, but I think La La Land wins this because it's great writing. Once again, we've had this discussion that it's not just a musical. It's a movie with music. And if you take the songs out of it and it's just the screenplay, it it still works. It's great. So I think that, man, it's when it's going to win a lot on Sunday. Foreign film. Foreign film, this is tough for me. Land of Mine, A Man Called Ove, The Salesman, Tana, I have not seen that. You know, it's going to be between The Salesman and Tony Erdman, and most of the people, most of the film critics are picking Tony Erdman, and I'm going to say right now, I'm just pulling that out of my hat because I haven't seen all of those films. Okay, okay. And, and a couple of those we need to watch this weekend, but yeah. um, the, the Salesman's from Iran, mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's about a marriage, but Tony Erdman is the one that's getting a lot of buzz, so. Nice. I go on my film critic friends every once in a while. They some of them do know what they're some of what them they're know. talking about, like you do, my love. Oh, thanks for let's talk um animated feature. Okay. Zootopia is a big front runner to win here, but the one that's getting all the buzz now is Kubo and the Two Strings. So it's Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana. My life is a zucchini, which I need to see because I just love the title. Because you are a zucchini. <laughs> and the red turtle. Well, you eat as, a lot of zucchini. You're not a zucchini. As well as Zootopia. My life eating zucchinis. <laughs> and the red turtle. Zootopia is, once again, Disney Pixar, and it's it's complicated, and it's beautiful. It's got a great message. It's, an, it's a diverse, inclusive film. Oh, Moana is our personal favorite. That's the movie that we love so much. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think Zootopia still wins this, but the upset could be Kubo and the Two Strings because it's uh, stop-motion animation, yeah. and it's really... It's really beautiful. Beautifully done. Yeah, it's just beautiful. Beautifully done. Yeah. Best actor, best actress. Let's get into the big ones. Best actress. You know what? A month ago, I would say Natalie Portman wins this for Jackie. And right now, I say Emma Stone wins it for La La Land. Because this movie deserves an acting Oscar. And it's her, not him. I think it's all about her. And I think she's the one that shines in this. And I can't get enough of her in this film. I love every minute of her in this film. I love even the melancholy ending to the film, and I think she is kind of seamless perfect in it. Plus, I, what's it not to like about Emma Stone? Yeah. She's kind of she's kind of luminescent in this film. Even even when and she's funny. It's not easy being a comedy actress in a drama in a musical. Mm-hmm. So I, it all works for me. Natalie Portman's the only one that could beat her. Isabella Huppert for Elle that would be a shock. Ruth Negger for she did win the Golden Globe. She won the Golden Globe for yes, she did. She yeah. beat everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a big surprise too. And Ruth Negger. Ruth Negger for loving him. So happy for her because she holds that film together. And Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins. She's great in that film. I would put Amy Adams in there for Arrival, or even Nocturnal Animals over over Meryl. I think for that. Mm-hmm. So no, I think it's Emma Stone's year. And for Best Actor, what do you think? What do you think when you look at all of those? Well, I Casey Affleck. Andrew Garfield, Ryan Gosling, Viggo Mortensen. I love that he was I love, I love Viggo Mortensen. I love Captain Fantastic. <laughs> and Denzel Washington for Fences. You know, I think that, that Denzel is, is pretty 
incredible in this film. I think the two of them together are are so dynamic. I think Casey Affleck did a, a fantastic job in Manchester by the Sea. It's it's so tragic and so difficult, but I I think you know I was was Denzel nominated for directing he wasn't was he was he? not it was not he was left out i mean and i i i almost think that i i think that that's probably good because it seemed i it, the 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 relationship just seemed very seamless and it's probably because they've done it however many you yeah. know dozens of times thousand um, on broadway right, um on stage as well as now on screen and and it just seemed so real that i i I think he did it. an incredible job. With I, I thought a month ago it'd be Casey Affleck. I'm doing the same thing I did with Natalie Portman. Mm-hmm. And now I think it's Denzel. Wow. And one's a showy performance and one's not. So Casey's not. Right. That subtlety. And yet, even though it's showy because it's a theater piece, you know, from August Wilson. But I look at Denzel and when he says, you're pumping hot, and he hits that, he hits his son on the chest. Mm-hmm. And that anger that flies out of all that. I, I think... I think it's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I the think power it's power and the intent. Yeah. And just to think that fences, probably only two things that will win would be best actor and best supporting actors. And she probably should be in the best actors category, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. but it's not. So I, I say Denzel now, but it's either him or Casey Affleck. Yeah. And best director. So, but on that, is that kind of the same thing? Like, like in, in changing your opinion? Is it just because you've had time to think about it, or Probably. is it? I think it's part of that. And there's a momentum in the Academy Awards, and and I don't know, I don't. It's an I don't know where it comes from. I think it's reading a lot of press, mm-hmm. but there's a momentum shift that happens a lot of times. Remember when Up in the Air came out? Mm-hmm. When Up in the Air came out, I thought oh, that film was going to win the Oscar for Best Picture, mm-hmm. but it, in a real in a reality, it's kind of a little tight, little sweet, perfect little movie mm-hmm. with with George Clooney and, and Anna Kendrick, and and then. As as the other films came out, you start seeing some of the power of the other films. It, it disseminated just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel that way about Casey Affleck in Manchester mm-hmm. by the Sea. I love subtle performances, um, but at the same time, I think t- if Denzel wasn't great in this film, I, I wouldn't be saying this. It would be hands down. But man, I he reminds me so much of people that I knew right. and grew up around. Yeah, yeah. That anger of unfulfilled life. And that, that's played out like Bitterness. that. Yeah. And I always think of Denzel as being a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I know he won for training day, but I, I look at him in this and I think that's a well-rounded, perfect, great performance. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a man in the skin. You know, he's, he, he continues to find really interesting work. Yes, he does. It's, it's kind of like Tom Hanks, like, like, Though we did just watch That's a great comparison. Inferno and, and did not care. Inferno is one of the worst movies. But but you know, yes. they're as as their careers progress, they continue to find really, really good work. Because I think, you know, Denzel and and Flight, what, a couple yes. two years ago, two or three Robert years ago, film, was, yeah. you know, hard and like just just and Tom Hanks is solely could have been nominated exactly he's great such in that a, such a great role talk about understated for him yeah yeah just really really incredible. Yeah. director well, I think it's easy this go is, go through them this is uh, Denis Villeneuve Denis Villeneuve <laughs> for Arrival for, uh, I think he's French Canadian uh-huh. uh, who also is directing the new um, Blade Runner sequel uh-huh. and he did Sicario uh-huh. Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge I think it's lucky to be there 
Damien Chazelle for La La Land. I think that's your winner. Kenneth Lonergan, Manchester by the Sea. Barry Jenkins for Moonlight comes in second, but they don't have a second-place trophy in this. So before we get to it, though, you say Mel Gibson's lucky to be nominated, and yet Scorsese wasn't. Well, Scorsese's Silence is another film that the more they think about starts to fall apart for me. I've seen it twice. You've seen it once. I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge yet, which I I need to. I think it's really good. It's a little long. It's very accomplished. It's Mel Gibson doing action and battle scenes. Mm -hmm. Which he does very well. He's very good. And yes, he is back. That was also a big push by studios to get him there. Um, but he, I listen, he earned every bit of that. But, but is he, is that film better than Tom Ford's Nocturnal, Nocturnal Animals? Animals? You know, was, is Denzel a better director of Fences? Um, I would say just as good. So you can, you have to take one out. I think, I think Mel Gibbs is happy to be there and happy to be part of the party. And Hacksaw Ridge got a lot of love from the Academy this it, year. It seems like it. It got a lot of love. And yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, Andrew Garfield was nominated. And it's up for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Andrew Garfield's great. And I mean, all this is good stuff. But it boils down to a 31 who just turned 32-year-old writer-director who went to Harvard, and he got his buddy from Harvard who did music, and they did Whiplash together. And because they made Whiplash, they got to do La La Land. If Whiplash would have failed, they would, we would never see, see this, this film probably now. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. beautiful energetic and remember it's about 20 year olds it's not about me yeah it's the choices that you make over career versus love when you're young and you have your whole life in front of you and it's also i think it's an optimistic beautiful film not a sad melancholy film Mm -hmm. i think these people's lives turn out really interesting Mm -hmm. and and uh yes we want everything tied up neatly into a bow but it's not always like that la la land's over La La Land's getting to the point now worldwide that it's at $350 million. That's awesome. And that's awesome for a little film that probably right. costs twenty five. Yeah. yeah. And made with love and care and not easy to do. And in fact, we saw an interview with a director the other day that said, no, I'm not going to do a musical anytime soon. <laughs> I'd like to do another one, but not now. Yeah. He's kind of burned out. Yeah. Which leads us to the best picture. Which we probably don't even need to, no. <laughs> to say I mean, at this I mean, point, it's but, really amazing. Yeah. It's just really amazing that we have this film at this time. And is it the best movie ever made? No. And with 14 nominations, is it as good as Titanic or All About Eve? Yeah, maybe for some. Mm-hmm. But And by the way, if you're a guy and you're listening to this and you don't go to musicals, get off your butt and go. <laughs> Just go. It's a film with music. It's a film with music, not a musical. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you if you're a guy, because you only like things where everybody gets naked and everything blows up real good, get off <laughs> your butt. Stop. You know, it's like what I said about Chicago years ago. There are women in lingerie. Women in lingerie in prison. Go. (laughs) Yes, it's a musical, but they're women in lingerie in prison. Come on, let's go. So just get out of your comfort zone and see what's good out there because good has nothing to do with whether you're a boy or a girl. Well, and I think that's the the truly exciting thing of the films um, that came – a lot of films came out last year that were very, very good. A lot of of – Dreadful films also, as yeah. there are every year. But just this list of, of nominees, Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Manchester by the Sea. Like, what a what a great year for film. A year of diversity, a year of, I mean, as white as La La Land is. Yeah. Um, look at Hidden Figures, and look at Moonlight, and look at Fences, and realize that this Oscar so white thing is not true this year. Yeah. And look at the, look at the documentaries. But I, I, I'm, I'm excited about the diversity here. Lion's a completely different film than Arrival. 
And Hacksaw Ridge is completely different than La La Land. And Manchester by the Sea is a small little film. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch more we could throw in there yeah. that, well, that we really that, like. like Patriot's Animals Day. wasn't nominated. Yeah. Patriot's Day. Yeah. But um, Mark Wahlberg is a wonderful film. Yeah. Right? Sully. Yeah. I think Sully there could, were some, some, some things that were also kind of um, but yeah. how you left out, but how many can you actually nominate? So. Well, you could only nominate up to 10, right. and they allowed nine this year because I guess, you know, there's about 7,000 voting members of the Academy and you know, whatever gets the most votes wins. Yeah. So it's not, nobody's, there's no conspiracy here. So, yeah. um, little tip on yeah. what you should drink on Oscar night if you're trying to figure out your your pairings. A um, couple different things. We think that bubbles are always appropriate for Oscar night celebrations. Piper Heidsick, if you're a fan of, of classic champagne, will be the champagne that's poured at the Oscars. But I also say pick up a favorite bottle of your favorite, you know, California Domaine Carnero Sparkling Brute, a great bottle of Segura Viudas Cava. Just have some bubbles and, and toast. And then if you you are more of a still wine fan, uh, Coppola, with uh, their director's cut, Francis Ford Coppola, Oscar-winning director Francis Ford Coppola with his Coppola winery in California. Both their director's cut Chardonnay and Cabernet are the official still wines of the Oscars if you want to to toast like the stars this Sunday. So it's Coppola for the still wines and Piper Heidsick for, for the, the bubbly. For the bubbles. And they're official. Those are the official the official wines where can you we, can drink like the stars. Can we have those on Oscar night? I think we will. In our pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. With our dog. Yes. And if you don't like what you see, get a bowl of uh, giant marshmallows and throw them at the screen and <laughs> then clean them up during commercial breaks. <laughs> doesn't, popcorn. Does, doesn't everybody do that? Yes, the Coppola Director's Cut Chardonnay and a bowl of popcorn. That is a perfect pairing. Next week on Wine and Film, a perfect pairing, a follow-up to this year's 89th Annual Academy Awards. We'll try to keep it short. And a look at Matt Damon's new Made in China epic. It's called The Great Wall. Can't wait. Um... Following up on our chat today, we'll have um, Gary's Ballot on our website, like uh, we said a little bit ago, as well as um, your own, an empty ballot, so you can uh, print it out and make your own picks, and um, we'll have those up on our blog, on our website. For now, be sure to follow Gary on Twitter at Gary Cogill, and to see what we're drinking now, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dallas Court. And with that, I'm Gary Cogill, and as usual... I'm looking for the next great film. I'm Haley Hamilton Cogill, always in search of a great glass of wine. Join us next time on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 